Broadway's Linda Etter is coming back to Vero Beach. Uh, she tried out for the TV talent show Star Search years ago, hoping to win one show. Linda proved unbeatable for an unprecedented 12-week run. Star Search producers were at a loss to find anyone who could stand a chance against her. One producer even sent a tape of Linda to a composer who helped Linda get a recording deal and cast her in his new musical version of Jekyll and Hyde. Hi, I'm Red Palmer, and hello to Linda Etter. Hello there. Well, I got to tell you something. I'm, I'm really upset that I Googled you because I had not heard of you, but you are, I guess you've been on Broadway, and I guess you can't keep up with everybody, but you are fantastic. I can't wait to see you. I'm going to buy a ticket myself to see you when you come to Vero Beach. How did you first know that you could reach those notes? <laughs> well, um, I'm not a trained singer, but I liked classical music as a kid. When I was 10 years old, I was given an album of, of uh, Eileen Farrell doing arias, and that's how I went around trying to teach myself to sing. So I learned a lot of what people will learn later once they hook up with a voice teacher or something. I learned how to use my head voice and develop my range, and then, you know, as I got into learning other types of music and started belting, it was a matter of working those muscles, but, you know, it's just always been a toy. I've always had a voice that could do things, and then it was a matter of working it, because it's all muscles as well. You know, you got to have the talent, but then you also got to have the craft. Now, now, hold on a second. Do you mean you still haven't taken any kind of counseling or lessons? You, you reach those notes? I mean, you, you reach higher notes than Barbara Streisand. Well, thank you very much. But, uh, I mean, she can belt higher than anybody in that area, the, the way she belts. She's, she's in a category all by herself. I mean, yeah, I use my head voice, and I, and my, and I belt in a range that's similar to hers, but I wouldn't go so far as to say that. But, yeah, I mean, my, my range was always pretty big because of the use of my head voice and the ability to hit the high, high notes, although I don't hit anywhere near the high notes that Mariah Carey reaches. That's dog-whistling territory. So, no, I'm pretty much self-taught. I, after I'd been singing professionally for years, I thought maybe I should try a lesson, so I took for a few months, but uh, I, I really only, I didn't feel like it was necessarily helping me, so I, so I didn't continue. Um, not to say that some teacher wouldn't have been able to, but I think that's partly what's helped me in my life, is that I, I I was maybe a little bit more unique because I just did my own thing. And how would you describe your own thing? Well, that's an interesting question nowadays because my most recent album is a, called "The Other Side of Me" for the very reason that it's it goes back to a raw and a, you know early on my vocal styles were influenced by like I said an opera singer named Eileen Farrell, Judy Garland, Barbara Streisand. Just for sheer uh, vocal ability and the style of music, I I did like performing that very theatrical kind of stuff. But whenever I would write my own songs my, with my, my guitar, it was always country pop, very Americana. That's the kind of stuff that I like to write. That's the raw farm girl, outdoor girl, Linda. And now, so, you know, a couple of years ago, I would have just said my musical style is, is standards and Broadway and all that. But that is a, something I'm, I can stand up there with the best of them and do that. I know that. But I'm, I really also know that I have this other side of me that is completely different and very raw and natural so that's sort of what's happening in, in my life now i can't believe that i'm being given the opportunity by a record company to actually record this stuff and even my own song so it's uh at my age and as long as i've been doing this it's quite amazing so who am i i'm, I'm kind of schizophrenic pardon me <laughs> I, do, I do a little bit of everything actually yeah um 
but I love, of course, I love your Broadway stuff. I mean, there's notes you hit are, are but so you don't always go for the stuff. Now, in this new album, uh, this country pop stuff, uh, you're not necessarily reaching for all the high notes. It's uh, it's it's more uh, uh, unplugged. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's very Americana, uh, country pop. Um, yeah, there's some high notes in there, but it's it's not aimed at theatricality. It's not it's not. I was looking to make something that was more radio friendly, more something that. I could put in my car and drive down the road and listen to whether I want to listen to it loud or listen to it soft. It's 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 that type of music. It's pop, you know. Because standards and, and Broadway and all that that that's a stylized you know type of genre of music that people love. But it's a smaller category. Uh, pop music is pop music for a reason. It reaches a, a wider audience. My own father, who was seventy six years old, loves this stuff more than anything else I've done. The country pop, you know. Now I know you're on your musical taste. Now, I noticed you had a 914 area code. I used to live in Poughkeepsie, New York, so you're, you're somewhere north of New York, I presume. Yeah, about an hour north in Westchester County. Okay. And uh, you are, I know you were married. I know you have, I think you have a daughter, right? I have a son who's nine. Not a son who's nine, so you're a single mom. Yeah. So how do you how do you do this, like flying into Vero Beach and flying in to do these shows and still do the nine-year-old? That's That's got to be, uh, how do you, what's the word, balance all that? Well, I... Pretty much keep it to a certain number of shows per month, and I try to do them mostly on the weekends, and that's usually how it works out. Once in a while, it is during the week. Now, this coming week will be tough because it is, uh, I'll be out for a, a week, basically, and it, so it's during the week as well. But in general, I do them on the weekends, and um, and I'm there for him during the week. You know, I get him on the bus, and I'm there when he gets off, and it's I'm a little tired some Monday mornings, but, <laughs> you know, most of the time I'm able to balance it. Okay, so I know you're going to say Barbara Streisand, but among uh, and and you can talk about her if you want also. But who uh, maybe can name the top three singers who have had a profound influence on Linda Eder? Well, the three would be uh, Eileen Farrell, an opera singer, uh, Judy Garland, and Barbara Streisand. Those are the three that formed my early vocal stylings that led into the whole career of the standards in Broadway. But if you were to tell me, ask me, you know, what do I listen to, and what have I listened to for the last fifteen years, you'll be the fans would be surprised to think that those people aren't in my stereo. I, I in my car, I'm listening to country pop. I like, you know, Sheryl Crow, Faye Till, Brian Adams, Five for Fighting, Train. I mean, that's that's what I listen to. I don't I don't listen to really uh, standards that much. I I I'm, I live in the country pop kind of world. You were reared on a farm uh, in what Garrison, Minnesota, right? Well, the folks live in Garrison now. We we had everything. We lived started out in the suburbs of well, I was born in Arizona, but we started in the suburbs of Minneapolis, had that life for a while, and then we moved to this farm, this forty acre hobby farm and my dad he had another job, but we had a, a farm literally where we had tractors, we had I had horses, we had some a few cows and a sheep, a pig, chickens, rabbits, everything. It was heaven for me because I, I loved it. We lived there a certain number of years, and then the folks moved to where they are now, which is uh, northern Minnesota, sort of lake country, you know, where people go to fish, and, you know, that's where they still live. Yeah, this may sound like a strange take, but Judy Garland exuded a need and a profound vulnerability, almost like a needful little girl, that somehow her growth was stunted. The same thing with Barbara Streisand. Wouldn't you agree that she has a a profound need for the applause. When I've seen your videos, I've not seen you live yet, but you seem to be a little more solid. You don't seem to be, I mean, you hit all those high notes and it's magnificent, but you definitely don't uh, exude a neediness. I think uh, obviously you've mentioned your dad twice. You have uh, a solid foundation. 
Yeah, I, I always said that, you know, I didn't get in this business because it was running away from anything. I had a very happy childhood. Now, obviously, I was a musician at heart, so and my voice became my instrument, but I had a need to perform. My family, you know, very stoic, Midwestern kind of family, you know, we all loved each other to death, but the feelings were always covered over a little bit. You know, they're right below the surface, but you didn't really show it. It wasn't that always that openness, and I think that's part of why I like being on a stage because it was a place to show my real emotions and they are my real emotions i'm not trained to be up there feeling something that's an act it's it's always been connected to my emotions which is why i was always shy to perform but um yeah i had a very happy normal childhood and i got into this business because i love it and it was my passion and so i guess you're absolutely right and I think that's probably why people are comfortable with me. There's a sort of a girl next door talk to you like you're in your, yes. your living room kind of a vibe, and, and they like that. And yet at the same time, I'm given this big bombastic kind of, you know, performance. And also there's an innate sadness in my voice, you know, that that is there. Now maybe a psychiatrist could have fun with me and say that there's something in there. Who knows? But I just know that there is a thing in my voice that I sing sad songs really well. Um. Do you ever write songs with anyone else, or you just write by yourself? No, I do. I uh, collaborated a little bit with my co-producer on the record on some stuff, um, and definitely will in the future. I like to do that, but uh, I like—I really like writing, and I, I like the lyrics. As, I write the lyrics and the music, and I've, I've always known I was a writer. Uh, one of these days, I'll actually finish a book. But you know, I just—I'm one of those creative people who is good at art, music, you know, creative writing. I'm on that side of the brain kind of a person. <laughs> Let me ask you this. You know, I do a little singing myself, and when I'm going to sing God Bless America at a local event for the vets or something, you know, and I, I love reaching that high note at the end, but i got to work for it, and I, I'm nervous about it, and I'm not trained, and I I'm, I'm, I'm certainly can't even compare to you. What I want to know is when I've watched your videos, uh, you just seem to do it. Do you have to, are you working behind the scenes, or is it just real easy to hit those high notes you hit? I mean, sure, I'm working. It's, it's still muscle, so it takes muscle control. Um, there are days when I'm tired, where my voice is tired, and you know, it's muscles, and then I'm definitely working harder, and, you know, I can I can feel it. But, yeah, I mean, it can't be too hard, otherwise it's going to come across that way, you know. Now, now, with the Internet changing everything, I mean, just like uh, I, I Googled you before I did this interview and was just totally impressed with you, and I can't wait to see you. And I recommend everybody go see uh, Linda at, uh, the, at the Riverside Theater. But um, now I forgot what I was going to say because I was, I was blabbing away about that. Uh, eh, oh, what should I ask you next? <laughs> well, I got another record we're working on, another one. Oh, yeah. That's what I wanted to ask you. Now, what, what, but we're, uh, I'm happy that they're let, letting me continue and letting me continue on in the vein that I have been. and Because and, that was really my first attempt, and I really liked the way it came out. But obviously we grow, and I had 20-some years to perfect my other style. So. Okay, that's what I wanted to ask you. With the Internet being the way it is, everything's changing. Uh, I know that there's uh, – I've, I've been told that there's a, the kids are, are sharing songs, so singers and songwriters are not making the money they once made. How, how, in, how are they uniquely trying to break you? Uh, because you certainly deserve it. But what, what are they doing to, to, to promote you? Um, that's a good question. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not really involved in that part of it. I know that they're, they have told me some of the – you know, a, a campaign that they're planning to do, but it's all kind of new. I mean, the single was released not that long ago, and um, 
It's really just about exposing. They chose one song called Lifted off the record, which is a really great song that is probably closer to, is one of the closer ones toward what I was doing is sort of the opening the door with with uh, radio stations, and they are committed to do a second single, which I'm hoping is going to be the one I wrote, even though it's the most shocking departure from what people know me as. It's still, I, the feedback we're getting is that it's the best song on the record, so I'm hoping that we'll, you know, we'll get the chance to do that. Um, now, when you come to Vero Beach, you, you won't disappoint us. You are going to do some of your Broadway stuff, please. No, Vero Beach is what we call the gown show. It's not the new record. Oh. Last year, I did two different bands, which is really what it has to be, because Standards and Broadway and Judy Garland has nothing to do with this new record and, and the band that I put together for it. Billy Stein, my co- co-producer, is musical director, and, and uh, I've got guitar, two guitars, I've got, you know, fiddle, I've got tons of background singing. That's a, that's a completely different animal, different musicians. And so we had the both shows running. We called one the, the gown show, the dress show, which is the Standards and the Broadway and that's what will be coming to Vero Beach. And the other is was uh, the jean show, meaning I could literally be up there in a pair of jeans doing the new stuff. And it was a little, con- you know, might be a little confusing, but it was a lot of fun. And, and now for this coming year, I realize I've got to find a way to make a hybrid. And I, I realize I can do that because of the Christmas show that I did this year. I used the, the new pop band, but we did a lot of my classic Christmas songs for my Christmas record, and we brought in some of the material from the other show. And I know that we can do it because a lot of my... One of the things that set me apart on Broadway from other Broadway performers is that I have a pop ability, and, and Frank was writing Broadway songs that had pop in them because he was also a pop composer. So um, they they do transcend. Now I can't bring the jazzy stuff and the Garland stuff into the into the into this particular setting, and I wouldn't want to do that. That will stay. What my show is going to become is that my my gown show will be the show that I do when I go and work with orchestras, which I do quite a bit. That will be that show, and then all the other shows eventually will be the new band, and uh, it'll be a little bit of hybrid, and depending on how it all works, I'm not sure how much of one type of music as opposed to the other it's going to be yet. That's something that we're we're still working on, but I know that we can do it because I got the best reception I've ever gotten to my Christmas show doing that particular format. Okay, so for the future, uh, there's... Uh an empty canvas, and you can paint anything on it, your future. Yeah, now Vero Beach will be the gown show, but I do have a song that's on the new record called If I Could, which is just a beautiful ballad, which I do in the show. And I might even do one song as an encore track, which is the single, which is called Lifted, which, I, you know, I couldn't use the band. I wouldn't want to use the band. It's not that it wouldn't be the same thing at all. It wouldn't do justice to the, either the band or, or the new song. So I might come out at the encore and, and play, play the track and sing to that, because I would like people to hear it, but... Okay. Otherwise, it's the traditional uh, standards, Broadway, you know. All right. Well, listen, Linda Etter, thank you very much for taking time out of your busy schedule of being a mom and being a famous Broadway singer and uh, now a country-slash-pop uh, singer. Uh, wish you continued success. You're phenomenal, and God has given you a great voice, and uh, we look forward to seeing you in Vero Beach. Well, thank you very much. It was a pleasure talking to you. Okay, this is Radio Rhett. We'll be right back. It's not over yet.